How's it going, everybody? Spencer here again from the Daily Mint channel. We have a very exciting video today. It's going to be with the founder and CEO of Helium Dash Staking. If you've been following this channel for a while, you know that I'm very big into Helium mining. I reached out to Andre, the founder and CEO of Helium Dash Staking, and I asked if he wanted to come on to the channel, let me do an interview for you, and I definitely enjoyed the conversation. It allowed me to learn a lot more about the platform and a lot more about him personally. I know I definitely enjoyed the conversation and I hope that you do too. Now let's get into this. Now before we jump into the interview, remember we are on our way to 3,000 subscribers here on YouTube and 1,000 followers over on Odyssey. You can get free LBC coins if you follow me on Odyssey or just create an account over there. And once I reach these two goals, I'm going to be giving away a cool cat NFT on the Tron blockchain. One for each, so one for 3,000 subs on YouTube and one for 1,000 followers over on Odyssey. I'm also doing another giveaway once I reach 10,000 followers on Twitter, but let's jump into the interview. All right, so I'm here with Andre, the founder and CEO of Helium Dash Staking. This is a program or a website that I use. I'm going to let him explain it obviously better than me, but I'm pretty excited. This is something I've been investing in. Uh, if you've been following my channel for a while, you know that I'm very big into helium mining. And when I saw this, I thought this was a perfect way to kind of just stack more HT and just help build out everything that's going on with helium. Uh, Andre, let me let us know about yourself. How did you start Helium Dash Staking and just kind of give us your story behind this? Okay, well, um, first of all, hi to everyone. Um, I started uh, this platform with a colleague of mine, a friend. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember how I got into Helium, <laughs> but I know that it was in January or something like that. Uh, I was really interested in the project. I've seen it, it's basically looking at all these cryptocurrencies out there. Uh, this one was a, a, a coin that had, for example, um, real world, um, I don't know how to say this. Um, like usage. a real world use case? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was useful for, for something that it's tangible. And I got interested in it. Um, I've ordered a couple of miners, which I didn't got. I'm still waiting for them. Yeah. Did you and... order those, the, the Nebris? Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 Yes. And uh, yeah, when I, when I did the research, basically, I looked at all the companies that were then and Nebra or Nebra, I don't know how it is pronounced, uh, because they, they had... They were from UK and the reseller was from uh, uh, Europe uh, because Romania is in Europe. It, it was easier. I thought that if it is a scam or something, it was easier for me to get my money back um, as the company was based in Europe and it's easier like that. But it seems that it was not the wisest choice. So 
because I was looking at Bobcat and I say, okay, China uh, paying with uh, crypto. I don't know what to say, but it seems that they were the ones that uh, delivered in time. So, yeah. And in the meantime, because I was researching the, the blockchain and how things work and everything I've seen on Discord, uh, validator stuff and starting uh, started looking into it. And I noticed that, okay, it's going to be 10,000 HNT to stake a validator. That will be a lot of money for a lot of people. And I thought that, okay, there, there will be a lot of people that want to stake, but don't have this amount of money. And started looking into it. I discussed with this colleague of mine about this and decided that, okay, let's start. Um, yeah, also in my developer um, career, I was thinking to have a project. I started different projects, but none of them materialized. So um, I said, okay, let, let's try and do this. Let's see what, what comes up. Uh, really, we didn't thought that it, would, it will lead here. And it was more of a, I don't know, uh, to get more experience in blockchain and uh, technologies like this. And we just started working. Um, we, we put a lot of effort into it. And at some point, uh, uh, this colleague of mine decided that, okay, he, he wanted to drop off because the responsibility was too big. It was a lot of money involved and, um, he had some other projects and stuff like that and decided that he will, uh, he will just leave the project. And this basically happened before because we started working on this in uh, March, I think. Um, and it was uh, right at that point, only Testnet was alive. And we started the project to using testnet. We also released the platform using testnet accounts okay. so that people can see the platform and test everything. And also for ourselves to make sure that everything is working. We didn't want to release it when the validators went live and noticed that something is not working. Yeah. So it was on testnet when he decided to leave, uh, I was thinking, okay, I don't know if I will do this alone. Decide at some point, I, I I said that okay, I will I will just drop this. As yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of stuff to still be done to the project, but after a couple of days, I was thinking and I said, okay, I I spent this I don't know two, three, four months because this was I think it was in May. So I spent a couple of months uh, with sleepless nights and working on this. It's a pity to drop it off. At least just start it and see how, how things go. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, let me interrupt you for a little bit. I mean, yeah. so just to put a little bit of perspective for people who don't necessarily know, uh, I mean, not everyone who's listening to this necessarily even knows what a, a validator node is and all that stuff is. Uh, but yeah. um so back when Andre, you started this around what month? You said in May, around in May. No, no, no. In May we already had. Uh, I think oh, we, we were had doing uh, testing, right? Yeah, yeah. 
We started so, in March, I think, or February, end of February, something like that. Okay. Yeah. And the validator nodes are, are new to this year in general, yeah. right? And, yeah. and it takes 10,000 HT to do a validator node. And I, I was uh, pulling up my phone in case you guys saw me looking at my phone just to do some quick math. Uh, back in July, when HT was about $12, I believe, yeah. something when like we, that. When we started, it was around $9 or something like that. Oh, when man. we started discovering uh, the validators and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, so and, it, and, it was very yeah. expensive. Well, when, when they decided, because uh, there are a lot of people complaining about this 10,000 HNT, that it's a lot. But when, this, when the heap was proposed to move, because the, the purpose of the validators is to validate the transactions and create new blocks and everything, because the hotspots can handle this um i think it was a dollar the hnt was a dollar or something like that when when they proposed this yeah so, i believe i believe it, you are correct and, and then yeah. and then it and, just, and then it just it took off a bit up yeah it, it took off and it, it was already 100,000 and something dollars to start a validator and now well now it, the hnt dropped but when it was at fifty-five dollars, uh, <laughs> yes, it's half a billion, uh, half a million dollars to to start a validator. So yeah, I mean, yeah. even at twelve dollars, is like a hundred and twenty yeah thousand yeah. USD to start a validator. And yeah. I know for me personally, when I was looking for these different ones, uh, most of them had a minimum to even participate in this partial staking. Uh, a few of them had about like a hundred to like a hundred plus minimum yeah. HNT. And that's what I really attracted me to helium dash staking because uh, as I bring people more into my mining operation, I was like, if they're going to want to stake somewhere, they're not going to have a hundred, especially yeah. people who are just new. Like it, just, it didn't make any sense. I was like, that's, who's going to have a hundred? Like, unless you go buy yeah. them right away, which is like the opposite of what most people want to do. Right. Yeah. Well, this, this was the, the, basically the idea to, to have a platform to, allow anyone to stake as less as possible. We, I think we will increase, well, it's not really increased. We will place a minimum of one HNT, I think, because I was looking um, on our records. And for example, if you stake 0.003 or something like that, uh, because the pool has grown and it will grow, Basically, you don't get any percent in the from the pool with that mm -hmm. small amount. So at least one HNT should be staked to uh, for your stake to be taken in consideration. Yeah, I mean that makes sense too because you have uh, you do have transaction fees that. Well, basically, paid. I think people people tried to stake and I don't know deposited. Uh, 0.5 HNT or less and after staking you pay the network fee so they were doing just a test transaction uh, and they were left with 0.00 something but uh, in the beginning this was not a problem because the pool was I don't know when we started we had seven validators I think or something like that mm -hmm. and yeah basically when when doing the math uh with that small amount, they were getting a percentage. But now, as we are at 307,000 HNT in the pool, um, 
yeah it it's too less to have 0.00 something yeah andre how, how does it feel to basically be in charge of close to nine million dollars because <sighs> <laughs> that's that's i mean that's if if you're having over three thousand three hundred and seven thousand h and t at yeah. right now the price point i just checked this morning was about 28 dollars, right yeah uh yeah that's close to almost nine million dollars and i know that that's not you have some people right so so andre you have two services just so everyone knows one yeah. is where if you have the ten thousand h and t you can pay andre and he'll help set up your own validator and there's fees associated what are the fees associated with that well it's a uh fixed monthly fee, which is $150, mm -hmm. uh, transformed in HNT at the time of uh, setting up the validator. So basically, if you set up a validator today, right now it's, let's say, 10 December, and what hour it is, every month on the 10th, and the same hour I get the Oracle price at that point, mm -hmm. and transforming 150 USDs to HNT. Okay. And then the yeah. next is to where just however much HNT you have, and now Andre's going to say a minimum of one, which I think is a good idea anyways, but a minimum yeah. of one, because obviously not everyone has 10,000 HNT, which, yeah. which is like over 200 grand now. So you would have to have two, over 200 grand just to do one. Not many people have that much just free capital just floating around to do with, and you can stake whatever you want. Now I stake all of my, personally on this and I love it. And that's why I reached out to Andre to do this interview. And yeah. So, so Andre, what, what are some of the security measures you have in place to help out with that? I mean, close to $9 million, right? Uh, yeah. So uh, obviously people want to know that their stuff's secure and I'm obvious, I'm assuming you've taken proper precautions, but can you give yeah. us an idea at least? I mean, we don't want to give away the secret sauce for anybody who wants to like take it, but an idea of how yeah, secure well, everything is, right? Yeah, I can I can give you the broad details. Yeah, it's it's not really a good idea to specify everything. As, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but basically, we the platform where you are just seeing things. Um, it's not interacting with the wallet. So basically, whatever you do on the website, it's sent to a queue somewhere, and we the service that is doing the transactions and everything is on a separate server that doesn't have access to the internet it connects just to that queue where um, the information is collected what's happening and processes those uh, separately so basically also the database is not connected to the internet it has no connections and everything is uh, decoupled let's say also on the website front uh we from the beginning we wanted to have two-factor authentication um and uh i don't know a month ago or something like that i meant i made it mandatory so basically if you create a new account now you cannot do any sensitive actions uh if you don't have two-factor authentication enabled because basically um on regarding security basically the 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 most problematic part is the let's say the users because user having so many people uh, and they don't have the experience with what's happening and what can happen if a password is leaked or something like that 
and we wanted to force uh, having two-factor authentication. And uh, basically, all exchanges are doing this. Um, if you sign up to a, an exchange, you cannot do transactions if you don't enable two-factor authentication and also having a KYC. But yeah, that's for other reasons because it's an exchange. So yeah, no, I, I love it. I I when I saw that update, I was I loved that. I, I thought that that was a must need. I'm glad that you uh, enacted that. I mean, personally, I don't have a full validator node, so it's very different for me. <laughs> But I know that people who are, are, are want to have that, I mean, close to you, that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what I would do with that amount in my bank account, but it's not in my bank account. So that's, that's what's beautiful about that. Um, so who else is on the team at Healing Dash State? Is it just you? Right now, it's just me. Oh, yeah, man. but I'm, I'm still discussing with uh, some of my colleagues because I also have a full-time job. So this is a side project. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I also have a full-time job because this project is not really paying my bills right now. So mm -hmm. I cannot just drop my job. And, and yeah, also I, I love my job and what I'm doing in there. And uh, really, I learn a lot in there. And yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to, I would want to basically uh, merge them both. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm still discussing. Maybe I get more uh, two more people on the project. Um, I had people reaching me out from Discord, uh, from our Discord server, um, that they want to help. But I'm not really fond of this solution. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of money, and who is working on this project? I want to know him personally. And I want him to be close to me so that I know exactly what's happening and uh, have a control of everything. I completely because it's, agree. It's, it's not really my money. So it's, uh, I want to take all the precautions that I can. No, I, I love that. I, I'm pretty sure people are going to be very excited to hear that and happy to hear that. That yeah, so you people have to that, take all this very seriously. Yeah. People that reached out and wanted to help. So I, we, we have some users from our Discord server that are helping the community, for example, moderating the Discord, uh, replying to tickets. Uh, we have yeah. another, um, another guy that is um, basically did the notification implementation. So basically on our Discord server, uh, he implemented uh, a way to get notified whenever a validator joins the consensus group, uh, how much HNT earned that uh, validator, if a validator is offline, so all kind of notifications. Uh, yeah. So, so, really good so you job, have community yeah. people doing stuff that yeah, it, it doesn't it's touch not anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's basically external services that help the community. Okay, but it's not touching the code or. Uh, what's happening in the platform yeah i mean like you know, people helping with discord don't need to touch anything on the back end anyways right yeah so. yeah it's yeah it's different repositories different stuff so yeah. okay well i love it i love it i love what's going on and hopefully we get situated and i was gonna ask how much money are you making or obviously don't tell me how much you're making but and you've answered that already on, on is this your full-time job etc no no I kind of assumed that you didn't 
that this wasn't so your full time. I, 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 I try to be as transparent as possible. Right now, for example, the statistics that I have is uh, my profit, my sole profit after paying the services, because basically when you stake on the partial staking side, we get uh, 4% of mm-hmm. the rewards. Um, and we, you also pay the operational validators operational costs. So okay. basically uh, validator costs $100 a month because I need to rent servers, I need to pay those servers. Mm-hmm. And basically those costs based on your percentage in the pool are being withdrawn from the rewards. So basically we get those costs from the rewards and after that apply the 3% fee. And right now I am roughly at 34, 35 HNT a month. This is uh, the profit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, there's there's people who mine and make more. You do a lot yeah. more than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But but on on my side, basically, I'm I'm not doing this as um, I see it as an investment because basically I I pay for the servers with my own money, and in return I'm a, I'm getting HNT and that HNT basically I'm keeping it. I'm not selling it to pay for the servers and stuff like that. But then again, when this will start growing, uh, I will not afford to pay from my own pocket all the validators. Already, it's at the, it's at the maximum. So at some point, I will need to withdraw HNT to pay for the services and stuff like that. But I consider this as an investment for the future because, for example, when it was ten dollars. Um, what basically I bought HNT at ten dollars, and when it was fifty-five a month ago, yeah, that that was a good profit. <laughs> that was a beautiful day. Yeah, but yeah. the whole market's a little bit red today, so that's not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not situation. to. I'm trying not to look at the yeah, at the graphs every day. Uh, I mean, that's what I do when every I, day. So it's different. <laughs> different. <laughs> Yeah, I try. I tried this with uh, trading and stuff like that, but it's not really my. Uh, I've seen that it takes a lot of time, and I had to track all these charts and look into it, and it was too time consuming. It, it's not really something <laughs> that you can do from now. To, you have to have know, the right temp- time to time. Yeah, you have to have the yeah. right temperament. So I mean, all all of this with helium nestake, I love what you're doing. Uh, so. Tell us about yourself. How did you become orange pilled, if you will, the colloquial term on getting into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in general, not just H and T, right? It's a it's a funny story. <laughs> so basically, I, I heard for uh, about Bitcoin uh, really, I don't know when it was six dollars. Yeah, really? so I heard about yeah I heard about it a while back. I had a friend who told me about this in the beginning because i'm 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 really a skeptic guy um mm-hmm. in the beginning i thought okay uh, this will not work it's a scam i don't know why people will pay for this and i <laughs> i didn't went into it he bought some bitcoins there but of course he doesn't have now bitcoin because i was thinking okay if i bought at six dollars now i would be rich but 
it's it's not happening like this you you will sell them because he he sold them i don't know when it reached 200 he sold them. i don't i've never yeah. met anyone who's held it for that long yeah so. yeah exactly <laughs> so basically i found about it i moved on with my life uh and after two or three years i heard about because us it was a bull market i've heard about bitcoin rising and uh looking into it again thinking okay now it's still just a scam uh, at some point the price was too big that i said okay now it's too much to buy bitcoin now uh, some couple of years passed by again i heard <laughs> and last year i think in december or november I know that something happened and uh, Bitcoin started growing again. Yep. Uh, and at, some, at that point, I said, okay, no, this, it, it, it still happens. I'm, I, I'm stupid to ignore this because it happened multiple times and I ignored it. And I said, okay, if I will lose money or just do it so that you know that at least you tried. If something bad happened, Okay, you at least tried. You cannot go uh, forward and thinking, oh, if I bought at $6, if I bought at $200, if I bought, just buy it and see what happens. And started looking into it, uh, bought a GPU, started mining. After that, looking into other cryptocurrencies. And after that, went into Helium. And from that point, yeah, it, uh, yeah. At that point, I think the, the crypto research stopped a bit because I was pretty busy with uh, working on the platform and really didn't got the time to look into any other cryptos or stuff like that. <laughs> so you bought, would you, how, you just bought one GPU? Yeah, yeah, because I said, <laughs> okay, but I, I bought a 390. So, uh, <laughs> It's just a GPU, but it was a lot of money. I paid, I don't know, 3,000 oh, euros or, or something like that. That's yeah, not cheap. That's not cheap yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I think your, your, your story is probably pretty similar to a lot of people's. Yeah. Hearing about it when it's cheap and then, and then saying, oh, I wish I got in a stay. But you are yeah. correct. No, I don't know anybody who the no. people that I do know who actually did buy when it was like $10. I personally don't know anybody who at least has admitted to still holding on. It doesn't mean they're not, but I think the mass majority of people have sold just human psychology is yeah, going to get them to it's, sell. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge profits. And basically it happens because uh, it's, it's a spike when the price goes really up and, at yeah. that point, it's yeah, the fear of going down uh, comes in, and okay, I will sell now because it will go lower, and I will lose <laughs> the profit. And but yeah, the, the, it's it's random, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> right now, right now, I'm the way I'm thinking of it uh, is just hold. I don't know. I I don't want us. Uh, I want to keep everything and I don't want to sell anything uh, as far as I can. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, going through all these bear and bull markets, uh, it's just a trend that is, yeah, 
and okay. just I don't know sell when you need something when you want to uh, I don't know buy something but not really uh, buy something to consume I don't know a phone or a car or something yeah. maybe you, you want to invest or do something like that yeah I, I agree with for example <laughs> um, because I'm thinking okay should I hold all this bitcoin or crypto and just keep it there or uh just keep a part of it and if you have enough i don't know invest in uh uh what's the term uh i don't know houses like, apartments uh, okay so real estate yeah 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 i think that real estate will will grow it's it's something because people need to stay somewhere so this is also something that's uh, that the value is increasing over time, over large period of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone's financial situation is different. So as far as yeah. when it comes to selling, uh, it's that's going to be personal for everybody. So, uh, you know, and for me, I think if, if you're a profit, you're in profit. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're going to be mad at, uh, if you sold, if you had sold Bitcoin at 200 bucks, but did you lose any money? Because there's a lot of people who've lost a lot more than yeah, $200. <laughs> you know, the, the, the human psychology, basically, it's you consider that you lost the when you are losing the profit. So if, if it feels like a um, loss. <laughs> yeah. Even though you didn't lose nothing because it's yeah. <laughs> but this is how we are thinking of. Very interesting. So, so as far as that, I mean, have you always been doing like kind of tech stuff, uh, like yeah. coding, all that kind of stuff, like your whole career uh, to get behind this? Because that makes more sense for most people. Uh, usually a lot of uh, crypto and, and Bitcoiners were originally in tech anyways. So it wasn't yeah. like a big far leap for them. Right. So what kind of stuff were you into before Bitcoin as far as tech and stuff like that? Is um, well, as far as. I know me. I'm into computers. <laughs> I'm I'm really an introvert, and I'm not really a people's person. So yeah. I prefer to stay in front of a computer and do stuff. That's so I I tried everything that can be done on on a computer, from I don't know video production, three D modeling, music, what everything that can be done on a computer. I wanted to try it out and see how that goes. Um, and yeah, when I was young, I, I, I don't know, I was thinking of other things, other career paths, um, still involving computers, but, uh, more <laughs> artistic ways of doing things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then you grow older, uh, you need money and basically because, uh, when I started, I was a designer and, uh, at that point, designers were not really uh, paid so okay because people were thinking, okay, uh, you just draw something and that's not really important. Right now, designing a website, it's uh, a lot of emphasis is done on this side. But at that point, it was not like that. So I don't know. I had a, a colleague, a friend who told me his salary. <laughs> as a programmer, because I was not really into programming. And I said, okay, no, this, this, 
this needs to stop. It, it was a huge difference. And I say, okay, let's, let's try programming stuff. So I was doing but the, uh, stuff like this, but it was more on the front end side. It, it was not really, uh, yeah. And I went this route and uh, it started growing on me. I started to like this. And from that point, yeah, I just went from different companies to companies, uh, learning stuff, creating stuff. And yeah. I love it. So let's let's kind of wrap this up a little bit, I think. And, and, and if you had to give someone, you know, a 30 second to a five minute uh, elevator pitch, if you will, for on why they should use helium dash staking what what would that pitch be to someone right um <laughs> really um so the the way i'm thinking of this it's uh how i started this it's i'm i'm not trying to pitch or i don't know uh, i'm not a salesperson <laughs> yeah well okay so well, i'm just not i'm just I'm just showing the website. This is what it is doing. It's basically what I think the strong points of helium staking is that it's uh, fully automated. And this is what mm -hmm. allowed us to uh, allow people to stake whatever amount they have. Because if it was not fully automated and you had to do, uh, I don't know, manual checks and stuff like that, um, then you select your customers and you try to have customers with bigger amounts so that you don't have too much work to do. Yeah. And basically this is what allowed us to uh, give the right to everyone to stake, I don't know, one HNT or less. I love it, man. No, I love yeah. it. I love that. So, so, and then if someone wants to reach out to you, how would they how would they get a hold of you if someone wanted to reach out to you personally? Well, we have the Discord server, mm -hmm. um, which you can find on our uh, webpage, yep. helium-staking.com at the bottom of the page. I'm pretty active in there. And also there are people in there which know more about Helium and they can answer to it's It's really a great community in there. Uh, yeah, I was amazed of because basically i was thinking okay it's a lot of money people will um give me their money to stake and i was thinking that if a problem happens uh, uh so basically this mentality i think is from working on private companies where a customer if something happens and he's paying you will start complaining and i don't know say that you need to fix that but in, in this community, it was quite the opposite. So people are really understanding when something ha bad happens. I don't know, transactions get declined. Uh, also, when the Helium blockchain was uh, blocked and nothing was working. So it's really an awesome community in there. Yeah, well, I, so, I can vouch too as well. I, I've been in there and I know that uh, you know, before I'd even reach out for an interview and all that stuff, I know that you were super helpful and everything. Yeah, I'm, and I was I'm actually pretty, surprised. I'm pretty active on, on uh, discord. So if someone wants to contact me, join the discord server and just ask what you want to ask. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially if you go to the helium discord server, you might get overwhelmed 
there is a lot of information in the in the normal helium one. So if there's yeah. like specific stuff, I know that the helium staking Discord server is going to be a lot better. I'm going to link down below uh, in the description to that one, and you know there's going to be a whole community just like uh, Andre said that's going to help you out. If there's something that you want to know about helium staking, uh, maybe he doesn't answer you directly, but someone within the community will, and they're very active. Yeah. Also, we have hotspot section. So because most of our customers uh, have hotspots and they are sharing their setups. And so basically it's like on the official Helium Discord, but it's uh, just with the guys that are on our platform and staking with us. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just like anything when you have, a, it's just a smaller community within yeah. a big yeah. one, right? Yeah. So there because you go. Because on, on Helium, if you go there, uh, at least in the general chat, you sometimes you can't even read <laughs> because there are too many people <laughs> typing and yeah, it's it's easier to get some information from smaller uh, communities. I love it. All right, Andre, is there anything else you want to tell people about the the site or about yourself or or just something that you want uh, kind of everyone to know just in general or or no. no, not not really. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not really used to discuss about myself. Yeah, yeah. I like so it. So if if <laughs> if people want to ask me something, they can join the Discord server and ask. I will reply. Yeah. Well, I'll do an elevator pitch for you, Andre. Helium dash staking, guys. Uh, I mean, we've kind of said this a lot. It has the lowest uh, minimum requirements for staking. Number one. I think that's one of the biggest ones. And then number two is that Discord community, like the whole community behind Helium Dash Staking. I, I know that I personally looked at other stuff and, you know, no one was as helpful with their staking platform as Andre was. Like I actually did reach out, try to reach out to other people and like I just never got a response. So that was like the really big thing that sold me. So thank you for, for doing that. Uh, I mean, the minimum threshold, we're, we're not just the lowest common denominator here. This is not just about that. It's really his, the fact that he reaches out to people and helps people. And I hope that you've seen in this interview, he is a very personable guy. That's the, that's what I got away from it, that he is very personable, which is very nice when you're investing in something like this, uh, because that is a lot of money that he's in charge of, but we've already discussed. And I can tell that he's taken security and all of that very seriously. And I love that. So, uh, um, one, one thing that I forgot is, um, I'm planning to, uh, basically we also have a YouTube channel, but it's empty right now. Okay. And, um, I'm planning to do a couple of videos explaining how the platform works because, um, users that know about helium, uh, can understand what's happening on the platform. But for example, someone new that just heard about Helium and doesn't have any experience whatsoever, the amount of information is overwhelming. So I'm, I'm gonna try to make some videos and explain different stuff of the platform, how everything works, so that it will be easier for people to understand what they need to do, what's happening, when the rewards are calculated and all this. Because right now we have a support page and help page, but it, it's easier just to um, listen to someone explain what's happening than reading this amount of information. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'll get that link from Andrew, everybody. And we'll put that down below in the description. So, uh, well, I think that will be announced on discord as, uh, yeah, I still need to finish stuff with the platform okay. and, and yeah, I, I don't know when this will come, but it's, I'm planning <laughs> to do this. <laughs> well, whenever, whenever okay. it's done, I'm still going to link it down below. I will go back to this video and, yeah. and put it in the description because I think that's going to be super helpful. Yeah, everybody. it will also help me. So basically, instead of typing the same answers over and over again, uh, I would just link, okay, go to this channel, listen in there, and uh, you'll find your answers in there. Yes. Well, uh, Andre, thank you so much for, for joining me. Thank you for uh, thank you. letting us have this chat. Uh, I'll, I'll link down to you to the site and the Discord and everything uh, if you guys want to get a hold of him. Or just, you know, ask questions in the Discord in general. Um, you know, if you have anything with Helium Staking, obviously you can put that in the comments as well. This is a platform I personally use. Andre did not pay me to interview him. I actually reached out to him just so everyone, <laughs> just so there's no confusion with anything because I like this platform and I wanted to uh, blow it up, if you will, not really, but help it out. And, and this was just me personally reaching out to him. So there you guys go. Thank you for watching. Uh, close us out, Andre. Uh, yeah, I'm not too good at closing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. It allowed us to learn a lot more about the Helium Dash staking platform remember just like always and none of what you heard was financial advice legal advice or any other type of professional advice what you do with your time and money is always a hundred percent on you all links are going to be down below in the description remember we are trying to reach that three thousand subs on uh, youtube and a thousand followers on odyssey and once we reach those we are going to be doing some giveaways as well as another giveaway once i reach ten thousand followers on twitter my name is spencer and i'll see you guys in the next one peace